welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. I have loved every minute of this service, especially the music. And I just love singing songs of victory about our Savior who conquered death, hell, and the grave. And it is a great day to celebrate that victory. Now, I want you to know that um, we are going to do a shared sermon today. And that means here and at all of our campuses, uh, I'm going to preach part of the sermon. And then we're going to hand it off to one of the pastors at the campus. And I promise you, it's one sermon shared by two people, not two sermons. How many know what I'm talking about? All right, just one sermon. And uh, I love that. We have an incredible team of pastors at all of our locations. And uh, God has just blessed us with uh, 10 locations, including online. And we're starting our 11th one this fall in Chaska. And if you're, yeah, how many excited about that? Yes. If you're interested to be a part of the Chaska campus, you can text the word Chaska to 94,000. And uh, we're getting ready to keep going and taking ground. And uh, as we get ready on this uh, Easter weekend, I want to start with this very familiar scripture. It's, it's probably the first one that I learned when I was a child. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. That's the gospel of Jesus. That's the, the great good news message that we're celebrating today. If you don't know, the, the word gospel really means good news. We're celebrating the good news that while our sins separated us from God, while we were what the Bible says, his enemies, God loved us so much that he sent Jesus to this earth to live a perfect life and to pay the price for our sins. So we've got this good news that we're celebrating this weekend and, and really every weekend. We should be celebrating the message of Jesus every day, every weekend, every day. And I thought about this, the disciples didn't just, you know, wait till the one year anniversary. How many know what I'm talking about? Like, it's like, hey guys, we're about to celebrate the one year anniversary of him coming back from the dead and hang with us. And we're gonna start, you know, no, it was every single day, every single message had that in there, the fact that, Jesus paid the price for their sins, that he rose again from the dead, and they could have forgiveness. This is what we're celebrating this weekend, but they did it every single day. And I'm reminded when our kids were younger, you know, we got done with, you know, Easter. It was big attendance. They could tell how happy I was. And I was like, Easter was the best attendance ever. It was so good. So many people saying yes to Jesus. And, and one of the boys said, I wish every weekend could be Easter, you know. Every pastor's thinking that. I wish they could be all this Easter, but they, get the, they got it. And we're celebrating this every single day. And it brings us joy. This brings us joy that we have been forgiven and that we can have eternal life. And if you're not having joy with this, if, if the good news of Jesus Christ is not bringing you joy every day, you know, something's wrong. We should have joy every single day. When we wake up every day, there should be something almost like, well, how many are old enough to remember the movie Groundhog Day? Remember that with Bill Murray? Yeah, Groundhog Day. He woke up every day, 6 a.m., and is like, okay, campers, rise and shine. And you know, he's, he's reliving you know, Groundhog Day, and he'd wake up every day and slam the clock on the, you know, he's all upset. But we should wake up today, okay, campers, rise and shine. It's like we should, 
He's risen. He's risen. I've, I've been forgiven. Today's a great opportunity. I get to make a difference for Jesus. There should be a joy in celebrating the good news of what Jesus has done for us. Now, the Bible tells us that he paid the price for our sins. The Bible tells us that, that God so loved us that he sent his son to this earth. And while he was on this earth, he lived a perfect life. No sin. No sin. You and I know sin because we sin way more than we want to. And the Bible says that all of us have sinned. But Jesus knew no sin. And the Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 5, 21. It says, for God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. We're separated from God and God's like, I'm taking Christ and I'm making and I'm putting all the sin of the world on him, all the sins that we did so that we could be forgiven so that we could be made right. We celebrated this last Good Friday, the fact that Jesus paid the price for our sins, which separated us from God by dying on the cross and being crucified and having that terrible, painful death. And it wasn't by accident, it wasn't by chance that he came into this world. He really was on that mission to come down and reconnect us with God the Father. And he's like, this is the reason I'm here and I'm gonna pay the price. It wasn't by accident or chance, it was on purpose. It was with intentionality. And the Bible shows us that there's over 300 prophecies, 300 prophecies that were fulfilled in the sending of Jesus, in the life that he lived, in the way that he died. Matter of fact, on Good Friday alone, there were 28 different prophecies that were fulfilled with Jesus. It was not on accident, it was on purpose, and he died and paid the price so that we could be forgiven of our sins. But it doesn't stop there. He rose again from the grave three days later, and when he rose from the dead, it proved that everything he said was true. Everything he said was true. Now you think, it's not that significant. Yes, it's very significant. It's very significant that he died on the cross, that he was placed in that tomb, but that he rose again from the dead because that proves everything he said was true. And I got to thinking about this, like what if Jesus didn't come back from the dead? What if he died on the cross and they put him in the grave and you and I could make a pilgrimage to Israel? We could go to Jerusalem and they'd be like, here lies Jesus, a man framed, you know, wrongfully accused. And I don't know what they'd say, like what would they say? Like, um, you know, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Or what would be the thing that we'd be celebrating today? It'd be like forgiveness day instead of resurrection weekend, right? It would be like, okay, he, he was a good guy. He was a moral man. If you can live like Jesus, really give it a good try. They'd say um, a lot of the things he said were written down. They've been bestsellers, you know? He was never, yeah, that's what they say. He was never, you know, they say he was framed. He, he was, you know, it was a wrongful death. It was terrible. And because he didn't come back from the dead, maybe it would just be like forgiveness day. We would celebrate Forgiveness Day, like, and, and we'd have like forgiveness cards, and we'd have chocolate and flowers, and the mall would be decorated for Forgiveness Day. And then there'd be a sign like says, nothing says forgiveness like a diamond. You know what I mean? It would be something like that, right? You know, that's what the world would do. But this isn't just Forgiveness Day. This is Jesus rose from the dead day. This is everything he said is true. This means eternal life. This means it all can be ours because his promises are true and it's beautiful. And not only do we have what, you know, what he said that he would come back from the dead, but we have people that wrote this down for us. I am so grateful that Dr. Luke 
wrote things down. If you don't know this, Dr. Luke, he was a doctor. And he worked and went along with the Apostle Paul. And Luke wrote Luke and Acts. And he, he investigated things. And I'm so glad that in a world that's filled with cancel culture, like your credentials aren't good enough, that isn't a worthy source, you can't, that website isn't real, you know, that we have Dr. Luke investigating this. And in Acts chapter one, it says this, in my first book, I told you, Theophilus, about everything Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions through the Holy Spirit. During the 40 days after he suffered and died, he appeared to the apostles from time to time and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive. And he talked to them about the kingdom of God. He's risen. Dr. Luke witnessed and, and went and talked to all these witnesses and said, is it real? Is it real? What'd you see? What'd you have? Matter of fact, he got the account from the women. And in Luke chapter 24, verses one through six, it says, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the, woman took, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. He's alive, he's alive. We have Dr. Luke, we have the women, we have other people, we have 500 people that saw him, that he came back from the dead. It's not just forgiveness day, it's eternal life day. It's all of this is true and can be ours. This is joy day, this is peace day, this is all this. And I'm just so grateful that we serve a savior that did not stay in the grave. And before the campus pastors and at all the campuses and one of our pastors here comes to finish this message, I want us to just thank God and celebrate that we serve a risen savior. He's king of kings, he's lord of lords, he's alive. Come on, let's give him praise right now. He came, he lived a perfect life, he died, he rose again, and today, because of what he did, you can be forgiven. This is not just forgiveness day, like Pastor Rob said, but this can be your forgiven day forever and ever and ever. Because he died, because he rose again, and on Easter weekend, we know we can be forgiven of our sins. Ephesians 1 verse 7 says this, In him, Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. We can be forgiven. We can be made new. Jesus can make us alive. And there is no greater joy than knowing that all of my sin and all of my failure and all of my shortcoming, I, I've been made right with God because of what Jesus did for me. For those of you that are in Christ, this is a reminder for you, the freedom that you live in, the peace that you have, the joy that you have. And for those of you that have not yet given your life to Jesus here and watching online, right now, today is the day of salvation. Today you stand at the threshold of a decision that will shape your eternal destiny, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's not just a historical event, although it is to be commemorated, but a life-altering reality that demands your urgent attention. It means that you can be forgiven, my goodness, 
I can't just work my way out of it. I can't just, I'm going to be better. I'm going to try harder. I'm going to be a good person. Let the good works outweigh the bad works. No, I need to be forgiven by God. Charles Spurgeon said this, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, it is the Gibraltar of the gospel. It's the foundation of our faith and the hope of our souls. The hope is that we've been forgiven. We've been put back in right standing with God. It's through Jesus' death and resurrection that God's grace and mercy are made available to you today, offering you forgiveness of your sins. You might ask yourself, do I need forgiveness? Fair question if you didn't grow up in church or haven't read the word of God. Do, do, what is right in this world? It's like up is down and down is up. And where, who, who set the rules? And I want to let you know that God set the rules and it's in his word. He designed you, he made you, and he made what is right and what is wrong. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God, meaning we had a sin debt that we could never pay, yet Jesus paid our debt. Jesus paid it all. Think about being in debt. You are not at peace while you are in debt. You are not set free while you are in debt, yet when your debt is paid, you've been set free and given peace. 1 Peter 1, 3 and 4 says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance. I'm no longer in debt. Now I have an inheritance. And what is that like? It is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. When you give your life to Jesus, you know that forever and ever, Ever and ever into eternity, you will be with the Lord in heaven, in peace, with joy. There's a, a security and assurance with Jesus Christ. But it's not automatic. Forgiveness is not automatic. Your sin has been paid for, but you need to apply it to your account. We must humbly ask Jesus to forgive us. And at the end of this message, here and watching online, we're gonna have an opportunity, every person to make that decision, to humbly say, Jesus, would you forgive me of my sins? And it is applied to your account. When you are forgiven, there's new peace in your life. When Jesus appeared to his disciples after he rose again, Luke 24, 36, as they were talking about these things, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, peace to you. Think about that. He, he could have said a lot of things. I mean, he lived with these guys for, for three years. He could have said, I'm back. But he said, peace to you. And it's not just like a, a, a good greeting. Hey, what's up, guys? Peace. Everybody calm down. No, he was saying, I, who am the prince of peace, be upon you. There's people in this room and listening around the world. You need the Prince of Peace to overshadow you. You need the Prince of, there's people that are struggling right now in their life. They're going through, you're, you're going through something difficult, something heavy. This peace that we're talking about that only God can give at the forgiveness of your sin. It's not like the world gives, Jesus says. It's not like, it's not peace that the world knows. The world knows peace when things are peaceful. But the peace that God gives is that even on your worst day, you can know that God is with you. You can have a peace that goes 
beyond your understanding. There's, I'm going through tra I'm, tragedy and chaos, yet I feel a presence of God with me and a peace. And not just present moment peace, although there's present moment peace when you give your life to Jesus, but eternal peace forever and ever and ever. When you give your life to the Lord saying, Lord, would you forgive me of my sin? Come into my life. You lead me. There is a security and an assurance that I'm going to heaven. I'm gonna be with him forever and ever and ever. Don't let this moment go by today. Don't let this Easter weekend go by without giving your life to Jesus. This is not a salvation or a forgiveness that can be inherited. Well, I grew up in a Christian family. We're pretty good people. My parents are Christians. I'm a Christian. Nope. No, you and you alone are the only one that can make this decision for your soul. For the eternal part of you, you need to make this decision today. There's peace that comes in. There's joy that comes in. And today is the day of salvation. Can we bow our heads and close our eyes? Romans 5, 1, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, this is a faith decision. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. The resurrection, what we're celebrating today, demands a response. Will you give your life to Jesus today? It's okay. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short. But today, the living God, our living hope, offers you forgiveness. He offers you eternal life. It's already been paid for, but now is the moment of decision and choose this day who you will serve. Just with our heads bowed and eyes closed and Anybody watching online, making this decision. I believe the Holy Spirit's speaking to your heart, saying you've been searching. You've been searching for what will fill the void in your life, in your heart. The Holy Spirit is telling you today that you have found it in the risen Savior, Jesus Christ. If you're here saying, I wanna give my life to Jesus, I'm gonna count to three, and when I say three, would you just lift your hand in the air? saying today is my day. Easter 2023 is when I gave my life to Jesus. Is that you today when I say three? Just lift your hand. I know the Lord is speaking of hearts right now. You think you're too far gone. You think you're unsavable. Too bad. His arm will extend to you. The Bible says that at the moment of salvation, you are a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. Somebody here, you want something new. You're ready for a new life in Christ. Today's the day when I say three. Just lift your hand, you can put it right back down. And then we're all gonna pray a prayer. Everybody in the room and watching online, we're gonna pray a prayer. There are words to salvation. But before we say it out loud with our mouth, would you lift your hand saying, today's my day. I'm making that decision on the inside. You know it's you. Don't wait a moment. Ready? One, two, three. All across this room. Yes, 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 yes. Awesome. 
Awesome. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Today's the day. Today's the day. This is why you're here. This is, this is real. This is as real as it gets. The earth is here today, gone tomorrow. Our life on this side of eternity, here today, gone tomorrow. Yes, yes, awesome. But into eternity, forever and ever and ever, you are forgiven. You are saved. Romans 10, 9 says this. Listen, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord of your life, you will be saved. You can put your hands down. Many people here and online, if you're making that decision, let's pray this prayer together. Everybody repeat after me. Say, dear Jesus, I know I've sinned. I know I've fallen short. Please forgive me. Today I receive your gift, the free gift of salvation. Jesus, you are my Lord. You are my Savior. Today I choose to follow you. For the rest of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Everybody said amen. Amen, amen, amen. Come on, church, stand to your feet. Let's celebrate with those that are giving their lives to Jesus. Come on, make some noise. Welcome to the family of God. Hey, I'd love to do this before we close. Can we just sing that first song that we sang? Not the whole thing, just a couple choruses, couple bridges, that Jesus is alive. And you who made that decision, you are alive in Christ today. Let's sing together. Christ.